Uh, hello, and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Um, I'll be your special host today, uh, Tim, also known as Murdy. Um, I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so uh, we have uh, a pretty pretty uh, exciting show today. Um, part of the excitement, I think, is due to all the music videos that came out in the last couple of days. Um, but uh, I'll take a moment to kind of go over what we're going to go with the topics we're going to hit. Um, we're going to kind of tackle the um, drama with the Ichion Games show. Um, with the ambassadors, that's JYJ and having EXO on the same show. Um, we'll go over the Korean Toffee event with the soccer team, um, some issues with Park Bomb, uh, Hyomin and her new, or well, her solo debut, I suppose, um, FX and their new music video, and then we'll end the show talking about the amount of music shows and the lip sync band that is coming from NBC. Um, but let me introduce my panel to you. Um, first, we have uh, Noah. Hi, I'm Noah, a.k.a. Rudy. I'm going to be the rude one, so expect some foul comments. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Shannon also joining us. Hey, guys. I guess that makes... If he's going to be the rude one, I guess I have to be the sassy one, but I prefer being the mean one, too. So maybe we'll just all be rude. It'll be good times. All right, it's a rude <laughs> podcast there. All right, I like it. All right, so um, the first topic is the uh, Incheon Asian Games. Um, I'll kind of briefly go over it. Uh, basically, there is a group called JYJ, and they are ex-DBSK, um, which is a uh, Korean pop group, part of SM Entertainment. Um, they had a pretty bad split years ago, and... Part of the after effects of that is that JYJ are unable to perform on any music show. Um, and they pretty much don't perform anywhere that any SM artists are able to perform. The reason this has become an issue is the um, Incheon Games, Asian Games have a designated representative. That representative is JYJ. And for the special show that they're going to hold in September, they invited EXO which is a group that is currently on SM Entertainment. Um, basically, <laughs> basically, they don't want any part of that. Um, they're trying... It seems like SM's trying to bump JYJ off the show. They weren't originally invited, and then people threw kind of a fit about it because they've been the honorary ambassador since 2013, February. Um, so they're not invited to the press conference. Uh, JYJ won't be appearing there, but... Uh, they are invited to the show, and nobody knows if they're actually going to air the JYJ performance on TV. So, how do you guys feel about this? I mean, I guess, I mean, I honestly, I don't think JYJ is going to show up on the television. I think it's going to be a lot like, I forget what performance it was, but they literally put uh, Junsu, who's a member of JYJ, on the poster. He was supposed to be the act that everyone's coming to see. It was supposed to be a live, mm -hmm. broadcasted um, show and literally they cut the broadcast off as he came on stage. Oh. Like everybody else yeah. got television time and as his he was the main stage and they cut the cap 
air. So he was the only one that wasn't broadcasted. I mean, like, I think it's ridiculous at this point. I think SM just needs to get over it. JYJ is never coming back. Even if they did, it's never going to be the same. And it's, at this point, I mean, they've won all their lawsuits. They're supposed to be able to air and be on television. But <sighs> SM has decided that it just wants to do everything in its power to destroy JYJ, but they can't. But I, I'm, I'm like... For me, the issue, the biggest issue I have with this is like, how can a company like ban and then and act like that? That could never happen like anywhere outside, like in the Western world. That's like, it could never happen. Like, it's like, and I'm upset that people are not reacting to it as much as I am because it's. I feel it's. I think it's just crazy. It's disgusting. It's like it's nepotism. Like, how can one company tell other companies you cannot have this act, or we won't, or we will stop? Like that would never happen outside, like here in Europe or maybe in Asia, and then maybe in the, in states. Well, I think the bigger issue is that the industry itself is very tiny. Like the Korean music industry is very small. So if one of the three big labels decides I don't want to be on the same show as this group, then you have this. A company that has a lot of assets, right? I mean, SM has EXO, has uh, uh, SNSD, has FX, has Shiny, you know, all these groups, um, has DBSK, uh, that they can just say, these guys won't promote on your show. So if one if one company stood up, you the only way you could stop them is if every single broadcast stood up mm. at the same time and was like, nah, that's messed up. And in uh and, and like if you look at it from a business perspective, why would you do that? Why not just take whatever offers you more money? But that doesn't make any sense. Because like, I would like because KBS and I think NBC are public broadcast. They're not they're, it's not a, it's not about business. Like especially KBS well, it is I mean, about business. It is that, because if is, they pull their acts, then nobody's going to tune in, and they're completely dependent on commercials and people tuning in. Right. So, not, pull SNS to Shiny, I mean, they, all they also, SM also has, like, production companies, actors, dramas. If they pull everything out of a specific company and say, tough luck, I'm going to go use the other companies, that's a like, huge loss. KBS is way bigger than SM will. Okay. SM is like imagine, imagine it like this. Let's say KBS stands up for JYJ and is like, no, we're going to let them perform on our show. Yeah. And um, let's take NBC, for example. NBC's like, hey, man, we'll keep them off the show. All SM has to do is be like, okay, see you later, and take everything, all of their acts, all of their people, S just ban SM from being on uh, KBS anymore. Not a single SM act. How many like, people are going to tune into NBC if NBC has all of EXO on a variety show? And then they just put it up against a music show that's running at the same time as KBS. That's all you have to do. And then you have actual competition. Instead, right now, because everybody caters to these big groups, you have these music shows that come on. They come on at separate times. They don't compete directly with each other. And they're able to have all of these acts. Well, okay, you have a good point there. What, but what about like the legality of it? Like, 
Oh, it's completely they illegal. Had the, they had, yeah, yeah, they had the same issue in in Japan, but the court ordered Avex to let uh, JYJ perform, have their concerts, and have actual promotions. Yeah. Well, the courts have but, done the same thing in in Korea. Just SM isn't listening. Yeah, basically, the issue is that you have to chase them. Yeah, I mean, you would have to have they would have to have the money to take SM to court on that kind of lawsuit, and they don't. They, that's just it. They don't have the money to do that. Okay. That's the that's the biggest issue. I mean, I totally agree that it's completely wrong. I just and then I'm shocked that it's lasted this long. And a good example of getting rid of somebody and not having it be the best break in appearances. Obviously, it wasn't as bad as JYJ, but when Jay Park left JYP, JYP didn't chase him down and ban him from music shows. So, no. I mean, the biggest issue is SM is clearly, clearly bitter. I mean, it's the same reason we're never going to see Haekyun on anything again, not that he probably wants to be. Um, and we're not going to see Chris anywhere in Korea. I mean, if Chris went to another group, that'd be it. That group would be done, dead in the water from the start. <laughs> so, I mean, just, just from... You know, if you judge it on what happened with JYJ, if Chris from former EXO tried to go, or I guess he's still technically there, um, if he tried to go to a different group, there's no way. I mean, there's no there's no way you could humor even making it. So, please, he would not do it even if he, <laughs> for all yeah. the money in the world. Anyway, he's living good. Okay, the Korean soccer team, um, which posted a uh, one draw, two loss record at the um, World Cup this year, 2014 World Cup, uh, mm -hmm. returned to Korea and were greeted with a bunch of fans throwing toffee at them. Now, um, a lot of people, I guess, don't understand what that meaning has, and and I, I didn't know. Um, I, I kind of read up on it a little bit, but the basic the basic thing that they were trying to tell these, the soccer team is that telling somebody in Korea to eat toffee is considered an insult with the definitions of varying vulgarity, eat shit, eat dick, get lost, and <laughs> fuck you. Which is a lot, lot, of, lot of cursing, I apologize, but... Um, Basically, they're telling their soccer team that they played so awful they don't they don't want them, um, and that's very significant because Korea placed really well. I think it was last year. I want to say, or not last year. Sorry, 2010. Um, I think they got fourth place. I want to say, um, and this year they had a really poor showing in a uh, group that wasn't considered like deadly. Um, it wasn't part of, of death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't considered a group of death um, or anything like that. There were two big groups of death, and Korea was not in either one of them. Um, so I'm sure South Koreans expected their soccer team to come and represent their country and make it at least to the quarters, or not the quarters, but the uh, the round of 16, and they didn't even make it that far. So how do you feel about a country for a sport kind of standing up and like telling, doing something this route, basically. It was also not a huge mob of people, but it was a couple of guys. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, from what I read, I mean, it was a smaller collective of like super hardcore soccer fans who were like not impressed. But right. I mean, at the same time, it's it's a sport. It's a game. I mean, you get into it when the game is happening, and you yell at the players, and you go, "Will you please just play the game for the love of God?" Like this is what you do. But I mean, you don't hold it against them. People have bad games. People have 
you know, team switches. I mean, it's it's soccer. Like, it's just soccer, guys. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be fun and entertaining and to take something so fun and entertaining and turn it into something so angry for no reason other than they didn't do as well as you had hoped. Just to me mm -hmm. seems crazy. But then again, I'm not the huge soccer person or sport person, but it just seems like out of whack to me to get that upset over losing. The, the one uh, thing I was going to bring up is um, an, another issue. Uh, I, have a, I have a friend who is uh, Colombian. Uh, she was born there and oh, I think she lived there that one. until she was like five or something like that. Um, and then they moved. But uh, she was telling me, and I, I don't know a lot about soccer. I mean, I basically got into it because the football. USA played football. football. Yes, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I'm American, so it's soccer for me. Uh, I, I don't know a lot about the sport, though. Um, not that I have anything against it. It's just it was never big in my my country. Um, <laughs> but in my town, it's pretty popular because we have a very large um, uh, Mexican... Uh, like heritage here, there's mm. like I'm like 20 minutes from the Mexico border, so I basically went to school, and mo the majority of the people at my school were Mexican, um, which they make great candy, by the way. Their candy is fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Their food is delicious too. But anyways, I digress. They like soccer, so that was like, you know, they would get really excited for soccer, but the U.S. never really had any presence, and I identify as an American. So I was like, eh, I don't really want to watch this. I don't have any interest. And this year, well, pretty much I watched the Olympics. I root on America. So this year when the World Cup came, I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I was in Vegas. Everybody was watching soccer. Soccer was on every TV. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to cheer on America. I'm going to represent my country. But that's literally all I know about soccer or <laughs> football. Um but anyways, so I guess there was a uh, Colombian, I'm not sure if he was a goalkeeper or if he was no. actually out in the field, but he scored he an own goal. He scored an own goal and knocked, Col he's basically the reason Colombia lost and was out of the World Cup. And when he returned to Colombia, he was shot what? for what he did. Yeah, yes. he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was shot and killed, but he was shot for sure, multiple times. Yeah. Um, Andres Escobar, that's his name. Yes, Escobar. And back then, I mean, the big thing that came up was that there was a big, like, uh, a lot of control with the drug cartel and everything down there. Mm. And so, obviously, if you lose the drug cartel a lot of money, they're going to be upset. Um, but yeah. even still, it's like a dark point for um, that, that nation. And Colombia's yeah. in the World Cup again, and they don't have all of that Riding on them anymore. I mean, they're, they've they cracked down a lot, and they've produced this soccer team that, after year after World Cups of not being very good, they've produced a soccer team that is actually talented and is really in there pushing. So they're very proud. And like uh, my friend was in Colombia watching the games, and they're mm -hmm. just they're, they're very proud. They're very excited, but like this the the whole nation like shuts down for soccer when they play. So it's, I mean, it's so weird for me as an American to see this sport that is so, so loved by other nations that it can shut mm -hmm. down places where you can't sell alcohol, you can't sell, like, things to deface property. Like, that's crazy. 
It's the same thing here in Sweden. Like, Sweden is not even in the, it's not even there. Like, still yet on a Saturday, salary nobody nobody's out in town. Everybody was gone. I was like, I was pretty much the only one in the street when Brazil was playing. Oh, okay. Who who is uh, yeah. Sweden going for, by the way? Uh, it depends. Like, probably uh, Germany or. France or Brazil, of course Brazil. All the immigrants and minorities they are rooting for pretty much for Brazil. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was I was we, curious I what's going on over there because they're not there. Like I don't know I mean I don't know if America's even gonna care about the World Cup at this point. Um I'm gonna watch the games, but I'm rooting on Germany. Um What? What? Yeah. Why? I'll go for Germany. So okay. all I need is I need hope that we get a win to tomorrow. Or Saturday, yes. whenever they're playing. Mm -hmm. I need them to win, because one of my friends is from the Netherlands, and she sent me a gif of just people laughing when America lost in a sad little eagle. So her team needs oh. to go down. Oh, okay. I'm rooting, the <laughs> yeah, I'm rooting against them. I'm definitely rooting against Belgium. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah, no Belgium has to go down Belgium. too because I'm bitter. Yeah. Not that I like um, soccer, but I'm a bitter American, and whoever destroys America has to go down. Yeah, come on, Messi, let's do it. So, uh, moving on, because this this toffee candy thing, I kind of want candy right now, but um, <laughs> moving on, we have the, uh, it's kind of a bigger news story. Um, we have Park Bomb and her um, oh. uh, trying to be just like G-Jorgen issue here. Um, basically, the biggest, uh, basically, Park Bomb, who is the singer for the group 2 anyone uh had a like a report basically come out out of nowhere saying that in 2010 she was suspected of smuggling drugs now the drugs that she was supposedly smug smuggling was uh amphetamine and she had a prescription for it um so it was basically like they caught her trying to send it in a box that had like fruit candies on the top of it, and then it was under it, and it was 80 pills, which, um, as a lot of people have brought up, isn't really that much if you consider the fact that you can't, that apparently, I don't know if this is true, uh, but supposedly that's not something that's easily obtained even with a prescription in Korea. So 80 pills, depending on how many times you take them, really might not even be that much. So we're not gonna, I'm not even going to worry about the pill amount. But the bigger thing is that she hid it and sent it in this box with fruit candies on top of it, and they caught her. Um, part of the reason this has become such a big deal is that people think they are using this story, that the government is using this story to cover up the fact that there's more to the um, terrible tragedy of the ferry sinking uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, so we have this story from 2010 that came out of nowhere saying that Park Bomb smuggled these drugs, but everything was dropped. All of the... The case was dropped. They proved that she had the... Um, they proved that they, that she had the uh, what do you call it prescription, and it seemed like it should be a thing that came and went. But people are still talking about it. How do you guys feel about this issue? To say I'm not gonna lie, I did when I went to Japan um, sneak in my prescription drugs to the country because I was not gonna pay 
$250 for a supply of medication for the visa for it. However, when you are moving to another country and you're going to be bringing 80 pills and you're going to ship them and not have them on your body, I just, I mean, I know people are stupid and people do stupid things, but how can you not think to be like, hmm, I should probably get my prescription transferred to Korea? Like, part of me, I mean, I know a lot of it has to do with they're trying to cover up the scandal, and it's really on the bigger thing, it's not that big of a deal for me, because she does have the prescription for it, and that makes all the difference in the world for me, but why would you cover it up in a box of candies to somebody else's address and not let customs know that it was going to go through? Like, that's a big deal. Like, that was a prescription, you know, mm -hmm. so that's 80 pills. I mean, that's three months supply. It's not like it's a crazy amount, but that's a lot to not declare. <laughs> on some level like if you're going to be if you're going to be somewhere for three months or longer you want you're probably going to have to get your prescription refilled in that country anyway it's going to be a hell of a lot easier if you have the visa saying that you need it from your American doctor and True. Two, what about the fact that it's illegal in Korea sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but it's it's no. illegal there it's not a drug that you can actually get well so was mine but um <laughs> okay <laughs> so all right mine. <laughs> that, that actually gives perspective. I like it. Uh, but the thing is, from what I read, um, it's the drug itself is banned except for um, certain prescriptions. Um, that the drug is like the drug itself by itself is illegal because you can use it to make um, illegal drugs. But it's also a active ingredient, I think, in ADHD medications or right. like like riddle. Yeah. An Adderall prescription can be obtained in Korea. It's just a very lengthy process. So yeah. she was probably trying to avoid that because I th it's that's something you don't want to live with that. Like if you need Adderall, you need Adderall. You don't want to be going on withdrawals from it. So yes, I think do. that was her 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 process her thought process, but at the same time, like girl, do not try and sneak 80 pills through customs <laughs> and think that that's not going to somehow come and backfire. Especially but, if you're a Korean celebrity. <laughs> right, especially in a country that is, like, drug offenses are huge. Right. Like, just mm -hmm. having, like, a pot offense can destroy your career for life. Right, Unless yeah. you're Dalmatian. <laughs> Dalmatian. But, yeah, I mean, Dalmatian same thing in Japan. Like, that... And uh, like oh my God, Taegun? Is that that guy's name? The the solo singer, Taegun? I think so. Tegun? Yeah, I got yeah. caught with drugs, and he, where'd he go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, sorry. look at in the group Dalmatian as well. Where did they yeah, go? Yeah. yeah, they went to the army, and they're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> like I one like member, one member smoked pot, and the rest. And no, he he no. was worse than that. The the issue. They sold. Yeah, he, well, they changed the their name, and it didn't work. He was the in-between guy. He didn't. He didn't sell directly. He delivered essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they shot the messenger. <laughs> yeah, basically they shot the messenger. Yeah, that's actually good. Yeah. So, so what about you? You just said you were passionate about it. No, how do you feel about it? Like, I think it's like I think this is gonna escalate way past this already. Like. I think they're gonna go at it as like the tablo scandal when about his grades or if he studied at university or at Stanford. I think. Mm -hmm. I think. I think. From what I see, it's a small group amount of people who are 
intent on taking this for the distance. They're gonna continue and and the, and it's always the same news outlet that posting this so-called news and saying, oh, uh, the media is asking uh, asking for uh, what was it? A clarification. Like what a clarification? Like they told you everything they you they know and. Of course, some things are not matching up. Like uh, people are questioning her age, like the soccer player who died. You know, that's that's a really interesting thing, and I'm glad you brought it up. Um, out of this whole thing, this whole scandal, somehow it came to surfacing about the fact that she's lying about her age. Um, now this this is something I really don't know. Like I don't know how big of a deal that is in Korea. I don't know if maybe one of you guys have more insight on that. But um, that seems like a really silly thing to like bring up in the middle of this big scandal. I think it's meant mo not so much as a she's lying about her age. I think that company or that news outlet is using it more as a see she lies all the time. So right, like can't they're trying trust to her yeah make her image look better. Okay. This company that, seems determined to destroy her for whatever reasons. I think I don't know what that company mm -hmm. has against her personally, but it seems very personally directed at Bob. Other than maybe it's just going to buy them, get them lots of of coverage and the money that they need, but from hits and stuff. But it just mm -hmm. I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to bring up four years later that was dropped. And keep talking about it, even when like the prosecutors are like, "Yeah, we looked into it, and she's an idiot." But what's the point of like <laughs> prosecuting an idiot? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I think it's I, I think it's kind of it looks bad on them because they brought it up out of nowhere. And I mean, like 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 I said, um, Bomb from To Anyone isn't even like my favorite. Like I don't feel like I have to defend her, but at the same time, I'm just like. Why, out of nowhere, four years later, is this suddenly a big deal? Why wasn't this a big deal in 2010? To anyone who had already been out, they debuted in 2009. Why not do it in 2010 when it happened? You know what I mean? It, se it seems really suspicious. And I think that's... Um, I think it's proof that we kind of we kind of gloss over the underhanded tactics that may go on in Korea. Um, I don't know how often this happens. I've, I've never actually looked into it. But I saw that that was like the first thing that they brought up is, oh, the government's trying to hide something. And I know that we've had this kind of scandal before where something happens with the government and suddenly something happens with idols. And there's a big, a very, very big, important uh, role that people have placed on idols, so it does become like a big deal. Like things that maybe shouldn't be a big deal become a big deal, you know. So yeah. I don't know. Is is do you really think that's what they're going for here, or do you think it just it just I mean, happens? I, I don't know an incredible amount about the Korean political system, but what from my do know is that that is a common tactic that if po politicians or the government is getting criticism, they find a way to divert. Um, people's attention to idols or to some form of pop culture scandal that's going to be something that the Korean population talks about more than the political scandal. Like, just looking at the 
netizen comments on Omana, like they're all like, all of the netizens were like, oh well, let's not talk about that. What was it, a badminton field, the ten million dollars or something that the Korean government put towards uh, some form of playing field instead of sending it to the victims of the the family's wow. victims. Yeah, it was I like it was a ridiculous amount of money for something that, that was supposed to be used for the victims' families that they misplaced and put into something else. And so if <sighs> K-Nipsons are like, well, <laughs> that's what this doing, and it did. It took all that off the news page, off the first page, and bomb scandal became the big thing. So I, I would say it's a common tactic. I don't know if it's the only tactic, but yeah. Okay. Um, thing, oh. Go for it. Go for it. Like one thing, what's her name? The actress who uh, took her life after internet bullying from Netflix. Because oh. Because what was supposedly happen, happening and outlets were putting out questions as, asking for clarifications. At the, I forgot what her name was. Choi something. I'm going to Google it real quick. Hold on. Choi, yeah, Choi Jin Shil. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And, and, and I'm seriously worried because if someone is taking medication for panic attacks and they need something that has uh, some ingredients that have amphetamine, I'm worried. Like, this, I'm paranoid. Then this girl is not that mental, mentally healthy. Mm -hmm. And as a fan, I'm, yeah, I'm worried. Because you don't go after Boom. You don't go after her. I don't care. <laughs> which, <laughs> is, which is... Wait, that is that's kind of funny that you bring that up because she does get a lot of criticism for other things. But I think I think this one is a little more glaring than the rest of them. I don't know. I, I hope she doesn't read like the comments that Nettison's leave her. I know it's, a oh. it's an unrealistic thing to hope, but I, I do hope that she doesn't read that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't think she needs that. Um... Moving on to a less, like, terrible topic, really. Um, so, Hyoman made her solo debut recently. Um, I'm not sure if it was in the broadcast last week, but uh, there was a joke made that she is the Korean Miley Cyrus um, amongst <laughs> our little unit, and somehow it stuck, so Korean Miley Cyrus it is. Um, did any of you guys guys get a chance to see her music video first off. Let's touch that first. Yeah. I didn't see the music video. I did watch the debut the stage. Yeah. How was it? I haven't seen it. She looks dead like she does in every tiara. Okay. And All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sums it up. Well, that sums it up pretty well. I don't have anything for that. <laughs> like, Tim, have you seen the video? Yes, I've seen the video. That's why I asked like, the, the video first. The video is like so stupid. Like, what it was? Did she have a car on her back, like a mini toy car? It's that's a, it's, it's sliding kind of down. An, her. It's kind of an amalgamation of the the twenty three music video that also has. Uh, I can't remember the artist that did that song. I'm gonna look it up right now because I feel so dumb Miley that Cyrus? I keep mentioning it. Miley Cyrus is in the song, but um, <laughs> it's not her song. Uh, let me let me look it up real quick. If I can spell. Uh, so Mike Will Made It made a song called 23 featuring mm. Miley Cyrus and Wiz Khalifa and mm. it is very clear if you look at the outfit that Hyo Rin sports that she has seen this music video 
and <laughs> made her version of the outfit. I don't have any problem with that because that was like the only thing I liked from this whole music video is this whole like jersey, double jersey connected by a middle piece into like two outfits. I think that's perfectly fine, especially because in the Miley Cyrus video, she's wearing a member, uh, she's wearing a Chicago Bulls jersey, and that's my basketball team. So I was like, all right, fine. I mean, fine. We'll give you a free pass here. But if you watch that music video, it's like that that 23 music video, and then um, the music video that gets a ton of heat, uh, which is Blurred Lines, like that car scene where she has a car on her back, that's directly from that music video. So it's like it comes to that situation where is she paying homage or uh, homage or whatever, however you say it, I don't know, um, or is she... St- Stealing it, and it. What makes matters worse is immediately upon having her solo debut drop, she has mm. a scandal of her stealing lyrics from a very, very popular in the idol world rapper, uh, Zico from Block B. Um, he's pretty. I would say, especially in K-pop, he's he's very well respected as a rapper um, because he's not like an he's not a mass produced kind of idol rapper like he's he's out here making his own lyrics he's doing he was doing things before he got in block b um he's kind of the archetype for this new sort of like we want to actually have um we want to have a hold on our music and we want to have a hold on the raps that we perform um, which, you know, you could say GD and Top started, but I don't think that it became a real movement until, like, Zico and, and Junhyung really pushed it like they wanted to be recognized as these rappers that were songwriters. Um, mm. But there, the, the issue I think that people feel is that she never mentioned that she worked with Zico or Zico's brother to, to write this song that she took full credit for lyrics on, and she oh. took... She took lyrics from... She took four lines, directly four lines, from other songs that Zico is on. Um, They're very short. You know, they're not long lines or anything, but there's four clear lines that are almost word-for-word plagiarized, and I'm going to read them real quick. Um, Mm. The first one is from Block B's Movies Over, which is, The pain will subside, but leave a deep scar. Hyorin's lyric in Damn is, So what? If the pain subsides, it will leave a deep scar. The next one is from Zico's Dead Leaves, which is on his mixtape, which is, I think my emotions have grown callous. My heart feels stunned. Hyomin in Damn says, I think my emotions have grown callous. My heart feels stunned. The <laughs> next one is Zico Brilliant Is. I'm not, I, haven't, I actually haven't heard this song, but the line is... But failure gives you another chance. Remember how to get back up. Hillman's line from Damn is, But failure gives you another chance. Remember how to get back up. Oh my gosh, she didn't even try. The next one is Zico and Kyung doing harmonics on God Answered Me. Okay, And it's the sunlight and its silence shining through my steel barred window eases my loneliness. Hillman on Damn again is the sunlight and its silence shining through my steel barred window mixes in with my loneliness. <laughs> she so, just needs to go back to Tiara. Right. So one of the Tiara things that people that. bring up, though, exactly. is that Zico apparently tweeted, um, I've never seen the official statement, but Zico apparently tweeted 
that it was okay, like he he wasn't upset about it, and that he did mm-hmm. help. And the big thing is that Hyomin admitted that she worked with uh, Wu Taewoon, who is Zico's brother, and clear. I mean, you would imagine he knows his brother's music, right? But he worked. Mm-hmm. She worked with his brother to make these songs. The the issue that it really seem the, the issue that really seems to come from all this is that Hyomin made no effort to say like oh Zico gave me these lines, or mm. uh, Taewoon said I could use these lines. So or it becomes I stole these lines. or I stole <laughs> these lines, right? That's what it comes off as. I stole these lines and I got caught, so I'm back backpedaling. So yeah. the real question I have is, do you think she is paying homage, or do you think? That she took these lines blatantly and had no, no intent, no good intent behind it. She just wanted the lines. I think she just wanted the lines. I mean, if she had any intention of, I think, of contacting Zico or contacting his brother and saying, "Hey, like, I really like your stuff. Do you mind if I, like, pay homage to it?" One, she would have tweaked it and made it her own, and not just blatantly took like, what is it? Two of the lines are direct quotes, like. That's not paying homage. That's just being lazy. Yeah, two of the lines are direct <laughs> quotes, and the other two have one word change. Word change. Basically. Like that's just laziness. And she would have put him on the credits. Like, yeah. how can you take someone's work, someone's especially Zico, who's worked hard on the underground scene to get where he is today, to make it in the idol world as a legit rapper? How can you take his work and not give him any credit if you're trying to pay homage to him? Right, and and uh, I I kind of brought up this topic before on Amona, but I'll actually address it in the podcast because I think uh, mm. I think it's a better avenue. Um, but in hip hop, especially, it's mm. pretty common for people to pay homage without official credit in the lines. Um, you'll yeah. often see people who will make a reference to an idol group or make a reference to uh, in in K- in Korean especially you can see it, but in America you even see it. Well, they'll where they'll take a line that's directly from somebody else that's done it. I mean, people have taken lines from Biggie and Tupac, and they don't have they don't have to reference them because people know, right? You know when you hear this Biggie line, he's so famous here at least in in. Uh, in America, he's so famous amongst the hip hop community that if you take a Biggie line, we're like, "Oh, that's a Biggie line. Good job," you know. And as long as you don't use like his whole verse, no one is gonna get mad at you. Um, another example is G Dragon in the in the leaders, I believe. His line is, um, "I'm G G G G baby baby G D G D baby baby." There's no, as far as I can tell, there's no credit in his official song credits crediting SM or Girls' Generation, but everybody knows that that line is from Girls' Generation. That's the Mm -hmm. line that put them on the map. So is it... Can we really be that upset at her for making four lines that reference... In one song, this is important, in one song, four lines that reference the same person repeatedly Mm. when G-Dragon used a very, very famous line and didn't and probably didn't give credit, but it's a very obvious line to the entire idol fandom, and everybody accepted it. it but I think, think that's different? the difference. I mean, GDs, it's obvious that it's about right. SNSD and SM. She played that off as I worked really hard on these lyrics, like I wrote them myself. This is what this is my baby, and then 
But I that's mean, what that's what GD also does and has done his whole career is that he works right. really hard on his lyrics. That's his thing, right? He writes these lyrics. He sets but, himself apart. It's not, but it's not Zico, I mean, thing, outside right? of the idol world, Zico isn't that well known. It's right. not like he is SNSD, who everyone, even if you're not into K-pop, if you live in Korea, you at least know who they are and you know G. Yeah, you know G, right. Like, you, you yeah. have to. Like, if you're going to pay homage to someone who's not quite as famous, like, you have to at least give, like, even if you don't credit him in the lyrics, be like, yeah, I real, I worked, you know, with this person, because mm-hmm. I really appreciate him, and I really like what he does in his own style, and I wanted to try and emulate that for me. Like, I think if she had done something like that, or even if it was just a quick one-liner, yeah, you're like, I really like this guy, like, his style, then I don't think it would have been a big deal, but, I mean, even her music video, I mean, yes, it's to different people, but, I mean, it just seemed, screamed lazy, which doesn't surprise me because she's from TR and that agency just likes to do lazy things and they don't like to do a lot of effort if they can get away with it but it just her whole comeback just kind of seems like slapdash let's do this because I don't want to put a lot of effort into it and we'll call it good right apparently well I, and I think like the difference like when someone takes a line from Biggie or Tupac is like people know it's an homage to being in Tupac or they're taking a line that's famous from a movie to just make a point mm-hmm. and like here she, she didn't do it and like and the same thing with G-Dragon he's like G-G-G everybody knew he was like making a point like he's taking a line to like yeah he is doing it but the th- difference is like she came off as like it's a whole, her own lyrics as, and it's a different thing like in hip hop and rap especially like th- that's a common thing, and that's something you do, and especially with famous lines from movies or any kind of media. But while human is like like singers or whatever, if you should, if you can call be called a singer. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had an argument on Omana with someone who said like, oh, she at least she can sing, and Miley can. I'm like, what? Anyway. Miley can okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, I can't stand way. Miley, but she can sing. Yeah, I don't like Miley Cyrus, but if you say she can't sing, you know nothing about singing. You've yeah, never watched like, Hannah Montana, and that is a lie. Everyone's at least watched one episode of Hannah Montana. Yeah, I she haven't. can sing. <laughs> I've, I've seen, I live in the West. I've seen it. I've totally seen it. But she can sing. You can see. You can listen to all her old music. She can sing. Yeah. There's no arguing that she's an awful singer because she's not. You can say you don't like her voice, but she's not an awful singer. They're, they're, those things are not the same. I don't like well, that well, argument. Those things are not the same. I, <laughs> what can I say? The crazies have come to Omana too. Anyway, <laughs> they've been there. I love them. I they're think funny. we're 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 part of them. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're funny. They're part of the the humor that comes from Omona. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that's that's the point I want to make. She tried to pass it off as her own lyrics, and that's like she's a real artist. And then she gets caught, like the lyrics, the the styling. The hair, the video, everything is just copy-paste. It's a copy-paste right. video. So um, the last thing I want to touch on before we move on, if Zico came out and said, and I, I don't know if he has, I, I saw people saying that he tweeted it or something, but if Zico came out and said, you know, I did work with her and it's fine, I knew she was going to take those lines, it's not a big deal, would you drop it? Would you care anymore? I mean, he did come out and say that, and I, I mean, part of me is just like, okay, well, I mean, he knows it now, but a part of me wonders if it's just 
he doesn't want to have to deal with it because that's a lot of BS to deal with over four lines. I mean, yes, I mean it's stupid of her to steal them, and it makes me angry that she tried to pass them off as her own. But that's a lot of work to be like, for especially a group that's a sinking ship. Like his, his Block B already has enough scandals that are negative to try and like. I think part of it was like they just don't want to tread in that negative water anymore. Like they're already kind of on like squishy ground. So if they could just be like, yeah, I forgot to say anything. But, yeah, I'm cool with it. I mean, I'm sure she did talk to them at some point. Maybe mm. she wasn't quite clear on her intentions. Otherwise, I think somebody would have said something before the album dropped and people noticed it. Mm. But I'm sure I she think... probably went something like, hey, I really like your style. Like, someday I hope to do it. And he was like, yeah, sure. I think, um, and I'm, I'm going to touch on it quick. I think she might have actually, I, I don't think that it's a big lie between them. What I actually think is that CCM kind of missed a huge opportunity, and Hillman is kind of the victim of it. I don't think Hillman is completely innocent or anything like that, but I also don't think she had a lot of control on her music video. I don't know if that's true or not, but no, I, I kind of suspect. Yeah. yeah, I kind of suspect CCM had her hand in it. But I think that what? the better the better option would have been if before this song came out, Hillman there was a like a, a report on Hillman working with Zico to help her write lyrics because people like Zico. People respect what Zico does. So if they had mm -hmm. taken that ball and ran with it and been like, oh yeah, she worked with Zico, and then we had this song come out that has Zico's lyrics in it, people would be like, oh, she really did work with Zico. How does she I know, know all these songs? Because some of these songs are obscure. Like, how many people know Dead Leaves? How many people know? I don't know Brilliant is. I've never heard of that song. So, you know, you have these obscure songs here, but if she truly did work with Zico, which I suspect she might have, especially because she has the connection of Zico's brother is on CCM, um, <laughs> why not say that from the start? Because people respect what Zico does. And you can still say, this song is my baby, I worked really hard on it. You can also just say that somebody worked with you. And that's one thing that YG did really well that other labels haven't done. But when... Taeyang started writing his lyrics, he was very open about the fact that he worked with people to write them. In all his credits for uh, Where You At and for Wedding Dress, he is credited as part of the lyric writer, but he also had help, and he was very open in the fact that he needed help to write those lyrics. And I mm -hmm. think it's a really good play, because it shows that you're growing, instead of just being like, oh yeah, I'm great. I'm already great. And that's kind of that's kind of the vibe I got from Hyomin was like, "Oh, I made this song. It's my baby. I love it." But it's not because you needed help. Just say that you needed help. Say that you wanted to grow into this artist that's more than just like I just dance on stage to whatever and I make clothes. I, I don't know. Well, I think it was a really big dropped ball on CCM's part. That's that's my issue. Does that surprise well, anybody though? No. <laughs> surprise me at all. No, I mean I think they tried to fake it till they made it, but they didn't make it. That's yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That that seems to be what they try and do, but they kind of drop the ball like every three weeks. I swear. Okay. Now bye, Tiara. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see you, Tiara. Um, no, Tiara is like the cockroach. It might not always be in your pre pre preferable view, but it will always be there. You mean your that's kiss? <laughs> yes. No, All right. You kiss is like a termite. I love them, but they're more like termites. I just I can't go like a whole podcast without mentioning YouTube and the terrible that. Then I'll go at Rainbow. 
No, uh, don't no. do it. Don't no. do it. Okay, I'm not you out right now. Not use it. No, I sorry. I'm from Sweden. I have relatives there, so help me God. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on to the topic that Shannon, I know, wants to talk about. Yes. Which is uh, the group, the SM artist FX released their new music video, Red Light. Um. I don't even want to talk about this before I hear what Shannon has to say. So Shannon, <laughs> oh take it away. Oh my God, you guys, no. you've no like you've no idea like this. Oh, all right. So I'm gonna try and use words, but I'm really bad at words when I get super excited. And I use a lot of sound effects, but I'm gonna use words. Okay. So you guys don't understand. We're on a podcast, like, you can use sound effects. We can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> like I am such a panini pressed like FX fan. Like nothing makes me more pressed than FX and SM's like horrible promotions of them. But like I get one. Like promotion a year from FX, and every time you get these like kick-ass, ridiculous, amazing teasers, and you get super excited, and you're all into it, and you're like, "Yes, I'm finally gonna get the awkward, dirty, gothic, weird FX that I've always dreamed of, and I really, really want." And then you get rum, pum, pum, pum. <laughs> Which don't get me wrong, I like rum, 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 pum, 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 but that is by far the worst song on the album, and it's just not what the pink tape teasers led me to believe what was going to happen and the same thing happened with the FX it looked like we were going to get like hipster FX which I'm totally down for because I think that would be awesome and I got electric shock also good not with the teasers so I've spent the last like three weeks being like these teasers are amazing I'm not going to get excited these teasers are like ridiculous and insane and it's everything and they didn't screw up Amber and she's not wearing like triple X like super junior leftovers that hang off of her like a <laughs> tin box and like she's actually got like clothes that fit her that are still in her tomboy style and Luna had blue hair and Crystal was hot and Victoria just looked like ridiculously insane and I was like I'm not going to get excited because I'm going to get like granny sweaters and like <laughs> a polka song like that's what I was expecting because that's just like the complete opposite of the teasers which is what they like to do so I like literally lost my shit last night um, and this song is amazing and it's perfect and I don't care that it is like an I've got a boy four songs in one rip off that's SM and you just no, have to accept it and it's perfect and it's just so good and it's so FX and it's everything that the rest of their albums usually are and their title track is not and the styling was on point the music video was on point the dance is a little weak but it's just everything I want from FX, and I hope the rest of the album is just as good as the song, because if it's just the song, I'm going to be really disappointed, but... Uh, okay. 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 How do you Ooh. feel about it, Noah? Because I, I know that you're on the... I'm in the middle, kind of. So. <laughs> well, actually, I think the styling, the girls look gorgeous. Like, seriously, wow. Like, they looked amazing. Luna. I know Luna said... One thing I, I noticed, you, though... Luna. One 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 thing I noticed <laughs> who who's had surgery? Let's guess. Some of these girls it's had SM. surgery. But it's SM. Let, let's it's let's SM. keep going. Let's keep going. Oh, like, That's just what happens like, at SM. Shocked. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What happened to Luna's legs? Like she has Oh, she got legs. calf injections because people were really shitty about her legs and they made her feel like shit, so she got injections to make them thinner. And same thing with SM. Victoria. Like what happened with your thighs, girl? Like <laughs> Her thighs no. are gone. She like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, they are still gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah, like, I'm I'm sorry. Literally, yes, like yes, spent like okay, five okay. minutes just going Shannon, over that one scene. Shannon, yes. Shannon. 
I I agree. They look amazing. They look gorgeous. I I still hate Amber because she's. I'm sorry. I cannot get over the whole N N World fiasco that she put. No. And but the rest of them, I love them. They look good. The song is shit. It's like it's something like it's it's worse than it got. It's like worse than I got a boy from SNSD. It's, I totally you disagree. You kick puppies for your fun. No. I think you kick yeah. puppies for fun. I'm I'm on Satisfied no, at least no. right here where it is not even like there is no song to me in SM recently that's worse than I Got a Boy. That song is literally a train wreck of like I just don't know what I want to do. I'm just gonna do it all. Like that's what that song is. There's no song. I that disagree. Bad. I disagree. I disagree. Sorry, but the styling it's like the styling, the video, the everything is what I wished to anyone would have had, and the song is. And to anyone's album or songs is something that FX needed or needs, because the song is awful. That's my opinion. What, what's your, what's your opinion, Sam? So I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I don't. I I I got I got pumped for the teasers as I saw them. I'm not a big F, uh, FX fan. I don't like SM. I would probably say that FX is currently my most favorite SM artist, but that's basically like saying that they're the um, champion, um, <laughs> most beautiful person in like an ugly race. Like, I, it's I, not. They don't stand out to me. I, I just I, don't. I don't get behind them, right? Hmm. But I saw the teasers and I was like, you know what? I like this style. It's really interesting, and especially in the summer, I didn't expect this. Like I expected something that fit the summer image, or maybe they were gonna do something real, like set on the sexy side. So when they mm. came out with this weird, like, um, I, the only way I can think to describe it is like Tumblr goth image, you know, like <laughs> it's kind of yeah. trendy. <laughs> the Tumblr goth image. Um, I was like, so true. All right, okay, let's see what goes on. And so the music video drops, and. The first thing I think of is, like, this is literally me th scrolling through, like, an FX Tumblr where they're trying to figure out what this image is going to be. There's fucking, there's lasers everywhere. It's just, there was so much going on, and I was like, I don't want this anymore. Like, I, I just, I don't like the music video. But their styling and the concept in cahoots with, like, the song that they made, I love it. I abso absolutely adore it. I don't know if I would like the song as much if it wasn't for the fact that their styling was exactly what I wanted from a song that sounded that way. Um, mm. I think it has really cool... Their styling alone could have... Without all the laser light shows and weird cuts that SM always does, that song alone could have stood with like just a couple outfit changes and maybe... Uh, no a concept that no. crosses like like a real music video concept. That's my issue is there's no concept. Like it's just like stuff and stuff and fire and I don't know and stuff. And But there wasn't I, a 360 camera. I was actually impressed. God bless. God bless the <laughs> no 360 camera. But the girls looked fantastic. All of them. I I don't even like that's not even a group where if you introduce me to them, I'm like, oh, I think all these girls are pretty. Like, I, I've never been that dude. But I think all of them looked good in it. I even think Amber, who is my least favorite member, looked good in that music video. I like that they let her sing. I like all of the moments where you got to see just their, like, face and they were just being pretty. Like, I really liked certain parts of that music video. I really liked the song. I think it's everything that I got a boy wished it could be, and that's my issue. Um, mm. I think it's a good, 
I think it's an example of how you take like three songs and make it one song. Instead of I got a boy that is three songs that do not make any sense and that song needed to end like two minutes in or like a minute and a half in. Like it just needed to be over. For me, um, F- <laughs> didn't do me that. this is the song that I think was made for FX. I think it doesn't feel like a regular SM song, but at the same time it feels like an FX song. And I think that was a really good move on their part. So I really like the song. I really like this image. I saw their comeback stage. I loved it, even though they didn't sing. Um, I don't know. I, actually, I, like, I was actually they, underwhelmed they, 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 by the comeback stage. Well, they, I mean, they're not known to be performers. I mean, Sully will never, ever look enthused to be on stage. Like, she just <laughs> won't. She's not in SM or a part of FX to be on music shows. She is. She kills those music videos, though. I don't. I I never understand that. That's the funny thing. Like she is like super into the music videos, and you put her on stage, and she's just like, "Yep, I'm here. Let me do the moves." She's just waiting. All right. She's just waiting to become an actress. She's like. She is, and she's (laughs) actually a pretty good actress. So. She she is. So SM is pretty good about producing their actresses. I think. Um, No, they're uh, not. SM is not famous for their for their actresses. Well, maybe maybe I just like them in musicals because I like their their musical spots. So I don't know. Oh. I well, don't know. Well, I guess we all can agree that they all looked good. Luna killed it. Yeah. Luna was the one. Oh my god, that blue hair was perfect. Yeah, like, Luna Luna destroyed that. She was freaking fantastic. I was like Luna. Luna what is this? What is going on? Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, well, uh, hopefully the album will sound better than the t- title song. The albums are always, always on point for FX. Like, there has not been a... They, their minis are a little rough, and their singles are a little rough, but the, when they do a full album, it is perfection. Every song I've heard from I disagree. Pink Tape, I liked. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Rum Pum Pum for me is the worst song on Pink Tape. Like, oh, the rest yeah, of them are like, terrible. Yes, it is. nine times better. Yeah, I liked, I liked Pink Tape, actually. Um, I didn't like Rum Pum Pum, though. I thought it was terrible. I didn't, when I, like, the song, I haven't listened to the whole album, but the songs that people have sent me, I'm like, what? I like this song. Where does this come from? Oh, Airplane. it's on Pink Tape. I'm like, oh. All right. <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. All right. I dig it. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to hit about this? About this. Concept? I'm just bitter that once again. Um, I think they will, but I'm really bitter that once again SM because you can't have an FX comeback without them screwing them over somehow. Um, Henry is coming back next week, so they literally oh. get a week to promote by themselves, and then once again they are being used to promote the less well-known SM artists, which, I mean, it's good for them because it shows that they're popular, but they're like the unwanted stepchild of SM, and it just makes me bitter. <laughs> and one I thing not is coming I, back, is it? Yeah, he's coming back next week. His album drops on the 14th. Oh, okay. okay cool. But one thing I'm actually surprised with is that an SM teaser actually followed through. Like, the I, video and the understand. styling like, is the same. Yeah, I'm like, like that's I was so like, literally like peeing my pants. Like, I was like not expecting it. Like I think that's part of the hype too, is that the the teasers actually match the image that they gave us. Yes. I'm telling and you, like, I was expecting doily sweaters and like a polka song because of the teasers. <laughs> this is what the, this is what the director of Mr. Mr. Video for SNSD was doing. He was too busy putting all his effort into FX. God, I hate that song. 
too. I'm not even gonna touch that. I'm not. I'm not going into it. Okay. So we're gonna. We're gonna no, I'm not... this wonderful FX of uh, glory and Noah is wrong. Uh, and we're gonna no. <laughs> the, the team vote. Topic. Who thinks Noah is wrong? Everyone say aye. 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 <laughs> All right. Win. All right. Um, Ooh, two people, whatever. <laughs> two thirds majority. Have, That's how most I, things work. I have, I have majority of Omuna backing me up. I don't care. <laughs> That's fine. You can take them. It's fine. Uh, oh, did so, you guys hear that? Remember. <laughs> <laughs> so the the big topic that we want to touch, and I think actually we touched a lot of topics for longer than I thought we would, um, is the um, the issue with the music shows. Um, so currently. The big music shows are Inkigayo, Music Bank, uh, M Countdown, Music Core. Um, but there's also Show Champion and MTV The Show now. And uh, I've heard rumors that there's going to be more. So does and especially if you know the schedule, um, the rumor, well, a lot of a lot of rumors, a lot of proof is that. These shows require like literally eight hours of your day because of um, the fact that some of them are live, some of them are not. You have to do sound checks, you do practices. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this one like three minute performance that you actually put up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also when it's live, you have to wait until your moment to perform. So you could be, for example, if you're a big name, you could be at the very end of the show, but you have to sit through every other act that also has to do sound check, also has to do all of this stuff. They probably do it in order so they can kind of keep the profile, the sound profiles. So you have five music shows right now, essentially, right? Mm. Music Core, Music Bank, M Count, six, like, six music show. Um, like, wow. And. Um, some of them are, I think some of them are filmed on the same day. I'm not positive. I don't think all of them are every week. I don't think the show is every week. I think it's every couple weeks. Maybe it's every month. I'm not sure. Maybe we just don't see enough of it. But I know for mm-hmm. sure that Inkigayo, Music Bank, Music Core, and M Countdown, those four, the big four, are every single week. And pretty much everybody promotes on those shows with the exception of a few artists, a few labels who pick and choose where their artists go. So you have this kind of idea of a schedule and the fact that you have to go and sing and do this. And then on top of that, NBC has decided that you are no longer allowed to lip sync on their show. Um, So basically the idea, I'm sure, moving forward is that on all of the big shows, there's no more lip syncing and you have to perform. So you're talking about an idol group performing at least guaranteed four times, four for live times, not including all the practice and the sound checks, performing on TV for people to see four times every single week. So how, I mean, how do you guys think that's going to impact the songs that we get, first off, the choreography mm-hmm. we're going to get, and then the general like performances altogether that we're gonna get. Well, and so it's gonna be even more dead. In the time that all these shows have come out, do you think that performances have gotten worse as time has gone on? Not necessarily. I mean, I think the choreo has gotten 
better as time has gone on, but that's because people aren't worried about singing live. Like, there's very few groups that I can think of off the top of my head that I know personally sing live almost every single time um, and also do intense choreography. Like, the only one I can think of that does it on a regular basis and performs it well are shiny and sometimes infinite, except and making Vicks. it a little whiffy. And Vicks. Vicks. Does it too. They do it too. Um, but other than that, they usually tend to pick one or the other. They either have intense choreography and they can't mm -hmm. sing, so they just lip sync, which, okay. Know your strengths, XO? know your weaknesses. Yeah, know your strengths <laughs> and weaknesses. And, or they choose to sing and then you get kind of, usually you get a ballad or a really boring song and there's no choreography to go with it. So, I mean, part of me is glad that the lip syncing is being banned on, if it was for just one specific show, like I think that'd be really interesting because then you would see all of the really good performers. Currently in a it is and, one specific and, show. Right, and then the other ones are going to try. I mean, EXO is still going to promote on all the shows, but you'll start to see some of the ones that are just for performances start to back away from that one show, which is fine because I generally prefer those who can either sing and perform or sing um, rather than just straight up performing. But at the same time, it also does a huge number on these people's voices. Like Onyu's voice is basically destroyed. Like, he just had, like, serious surgery because he's been singing live so much and under so much stress with the idle life that it's destroying his voice, which I think is sad because he's a beautiful voice to me. And, like, that's clearly, you can't sing that much under that much pressure, that much stress that often and not expect to destroy your voice. Mm. So. I agree. I mean, like, I'm, I'm just waiting for music shows to just disappear. Like we like here in the UK they had Top of the Pops. In in the States they had T R L, right? Before? Yeah, T R L. Total yeah, and, and like yeah, all oh, yeah. Have perform. You didn't perform. But you didn't perform on that. You just watched the music video. There would be like one person that would come and perform. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well anyway We didn't do I'm, it like K pop. No, <laughs> nobody does it like K pop. Yeah. But the, <laughs> I think like five. I agree with Shannon. Like five, like five with six, six shows, eight hours a day, and that's on top of every uh, like other schedules that they that they have, and that's gonna put a strain. Imagine like for rehearsals, sound check, you have to sing live, and like and the sound system is so bad on pretty much all the shows. NBC's that's is the worst though, so that's why I think it's funny they're doing the lip sync ban. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the one thing I issue with this, uh, like, live singing band. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna ask the idols or the singers to sing live, then at least have a decent sound system for them to sing, and so we can probably, so we can properly hear them. Uh, okay, so um, I guess the 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 thing that I feel about this is like, uh, I I understand that it's a very very hard schedule, um, and I totally agree that you probably shouldn't have to do it. Um, that many music shows seems crazy. I think when it was like the big three and then became like the big four, I think that was a little different and four is probably the limit that I would say is like reasonable because if you space them out enough, you, you would get a day of rest, right? Which you'll see people who perform concerts and all they have is a day of rest between. And there's no argument that a music show where you perform one song is harder than a concert where you perform all of your music. So I lived with the fact that 
the Big Bang, for example, performances were going to decrease, were going to decline because they were performing so many, and they only had day off between. They would have a day off, and then a whole day of sound check, and then they would have another day of sound check and perform. So mm. it's it's hard, and that's the life that you live as an idol. I think the biggest thing we're going to get from this, or what I'm praying that we get from this, I should say, is that these groups that promote like four times a year or three times a year, they're, they're not going to be able to hit that schedule anymore because it's going to be too much. Um, like you said with Onu, he's basically ruining his voice. Now, that could be a number of things. It could be that he doesn't sing with the proper technique. It could be that he doesn't take care of his voice after singing. These are both very important. It could be that his label doesn't allow him to take care of his, his voice like they should, also important. But it could also just be that he's overworked because it's a muscle. You can't work it constantly. You can't work your voice like that. Um, and I think I think it's bad, especially... And, and the other issue I have is, like, we don't... We as fans don't encourage them to take a break. Like, if a group goes away for a year... People are really stressing out for when they're going to come back. But a year isn't that long, especially if you consider that they promote for like two, three months maybe. Two or three months in a 12-month period is a lot when you consider that they perform on potentially five to six music shows. And then maybe they have tours, especially groups that tour. I think once you tour, you should be on this like one, maybe two at the most. If you really, if you're really still pushing to be popular, once you start doing concerts, one to two promotion cycles a year is perfectly fine with me. I'm totally fine waiting. Give me at the beginning of the year, the end of the year, or at the middle of the year, the end of the year, something. But asking somebody to promote like BAP does, where they've promoted in one year, like, four songs. It's, That's like, five. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Like, wow. they literally were never gone. Like, they would leave, and no. then, like, two weeks later, they had a comeback teaser. And it's just, like, when do they get to rest? When do they get to rest their voice? You're going to shoot. Like, they're going to be gone. You're going to wreck them. They're going to go... They're going to have to do surgery. They're going to have to do something to repair the damage that you're really putting in on them. And Which I, makes I, me so nervous for TS's new girl group that they're going to do the same thing they did to BAP to them. Yeah, so I just I I just completely I completely don't agree with that kind of that kind of attitude. I don't I think that not having people lip sync is fine, especially because if these artists, which a lot of them want to go and promote in Japan, and a lot of labels want to take their artists in Japan where like lip syncing is pretty much frowned upon completely and utterly. Uh, it's fine to get them ready for that by forcing them to promote on shows and not lip sync. Um, I also am tired of groups like EXO getting way too much credit when they lip sync, like all of their performances. Mm -hmm. um, and people are just like, oh, well, they have good singers. Well, they don't sing live, so I don't care. Like, I'm not saying you can't be a singer and not sing live. AXOM sings live in China, but SM won't let right. them sing live in Korea. But yeah, it's okay to not issue. sing live. This is my issue is everybody's like, oh, SM won't let them do it. I don't think it's even just that. I don't think that they could do it, and that's no, why it's because that they they can't. Because I mean, Chen has a great voice, and Baekhyun has a great voice. They do not have the stamina to hit those notes that SM wants them to hit and do the choreo. So SM has just decided that it wants to focus on the choreo, and it doesn't let them get, which I think is bad because they could get better, like Shiny did, if they had to do both. 
Right. But I think that Shiny also had more talent all around at debut. That's true. And that's part of it. I mean, I'm not like a big Shiny fan or anything, but they still had two real good singers, and they didn't really need to rely on just the fact that they could do choreo. Like, I I don't know. That's my my biggest issue is that, sure, they're not allowed to lip sync, but I think especially if you consider that the last boy group that SM put out before them was Shiny, the fact that they won't even let EXO try kind of speaks volumes for the actual ability that you're probably going to get if we saw them do it. Like, I, th- I literally think that the worry is that they would perform live and be awful and, and they would lose fans. That's the only thing I can imagine because every other group that SM has produced has sung live at some point. Maybe not the whole song, but they've all sung live. Even FX sung live. So EXO comes out, and they're still... They're like three, four promotions deep now, and they still don't sing live? No. Ah, that's, that's suspect. Well, that, well, yeah, well, that, that's probably because most of them can't sing. Right, Most exactly. of them can't sing. They've got like three or four good singers, but they're yeah. not... Right, but that's, like, that's my problem. point. Because even Super Junior, who I don't like, their real singers sang live. That's true. So why can't EXO? That's my problem. Is that means that they that SM literally has zero faith in this. That's because the first round of promotions. I forget who it was. I think it was Beck Young couldn't hit that high note, and um, he kept missing it live. So they haven't really sung since then. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's good because I I don't agree with that. I I don't want to see that, and I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe for SM artists, it's enough to just see your artist live, but I don't want to see people lip-syncing. I can just watch your music video for that. Like, I I have no interest in seeing that. When I watch a live performance, I want to see how people perform live. I want to see if they can sing these parts live that they can do on album when they have multiple takes. You know, you can cut out all the bad. You can cut out every time they miss, which is natural. That's life. I understand that. But I want to hear you sing your song live. And at least try to get close. People miss notes. I love Bumkey to death. Like, he's one of my favorite singers. He's missed notes live, but he sings live. That's the important part. I saw him live in person, and he missed notes. But it's fine, because at least he tried. I would rather somebody try and miss than just not try. Or, like, miss a couple times and be like, all right, I'm done. I'm never doing it again. Like, I don't know. I just don't agree with that. Like... That's my number one pet peeve is when people do that. I don't. I'm like, I'm like curious how the companies are gonna deal with this. Like, how are they gonna like? Because the, there actual a lot. There are a lot of idols who can't sing. Like that's why, like every group has a rapper. Yeah. So yeah. I want. So I would like, how are the besides the big three, like the other companies, how are they gonna deal with it? Like, how are their artists or like idol singers? Who can't sing, or like, it's not about hitting the right note. They just can't sing. They like you give them less sound, parts. They sound like me when I'm drunk. So, <laughs> you just so give I'm them less parts. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you, can you give just them give them parts. songs like you gave Janet Jackson, just in like four notes. So oh, then go up and down, oh, up and down. Don't Janet can't sing. Dang. Even if it's I good. didn't <laughs> expect that. That was a really good <laughs> reference. <laughs> oh. But, like, oh for, my god. Okay, I what, I heard what about like, 
How is Victoria gonna sing? She can't sing, thing? but that's okay. She's beautiful, so I'll just watch her. But that's so what I. That, you know what's funny is I brought up this like I, I brought up the um, the whole lip syncing thing with a friend of mine when I saw FX's music video, and like part of. Uh, one of the things they mentioned to me is that Victoria's parts are really easy. Like <laughs> they're not, mm-hmm. they're not difficult. So maybe they saw that they knew this was coming and were like, okay, we can't give her these parts she can't do live. Because her but parts again, are like glorified rap lines. Like they're not even hard. So if she misses again, them, Victoria... like they gave all the real singing parts to um, Crystal and Luna, and they they took them from Sully and and Victoria. They basically have tiny, like, glorified rap lines in a singing voice. I still think it's hilarious that Luna didn't even apply to be a singer. What did she apply to be? Luna came in as a dancer. Amber came in as a singer. That's funny. I'm glad they let her sing finally, because at least on album... I know, she has such a nice voice. Yeah, Luna should be pleasant. the main singer. I can't understand why why Crystal is singing. I hate because Crystal's hotter. Voice. I like I like Crystal's singing voice more than I like Jessica's singing voice. Yeah, Jessica's a little too nasally for me personally. Yeah, but I also think that Luna blows Crystal out of the water by any stretch of the margin. I also think that Crystal is. Um, uh, probably better looking than Luna is. I'm hard pressed to say that because I really like Luna, so I can't. I can't what? say that. I, I, I actually think Luna is a pretty Right, but I think that the majority of people think that Crystal is better looking. She also has the whole "I'm Jessica's sister" thing going for her, so mm. it helps her a lot. I I agree with you, Noah. Though I think that Luna is prettier than Crystal. I just think that. Korea. We're in the minority. See, I usually don't find Luna attractive until like this promo is like she's hot. But usually I'm just kind of like mm. Oh, she's at her hottest here. This is the hottest she's ever been in her whole life. For real. This is the I peak. Like of good. Hopefully she does not fall backwards. <laughs> she will. She will. Don't worry. I hope not. I'm they, praying. She can only go down, she can't go up. <laughs> she can't go up. Dang. Are you I thought you were happy about this comeback. <laughs> I, I love Luna, but she's just so easy to pick on. I can't help it. There's okay, always that one enough. where you have to pick on them. Oh, I pick on I pick on like YB, who's my favorite member of Big Bang, constantly. So I, I get that. Why? Are you serious? He's a fucking train wreck. <laughs> That's why. Like, I love him to you... death, and I'm glad that he gets to be his own person right now. Like I'm glad, and this this is my biggest issue with a lot of like um, people who just watch YB and don't know anything about him, like, he feels like he's in his own skin now. And the skin that we saw yes. before is not him. So while everybody might have liked it better, that's not who he is as a person. That being said, who he is as a person is funny. Like, he's a funny, funny guy. And I think that he doesn't take himself seriously, and that's why I don't feel bad, like, picking on him when he does crazy things, like, braid his hair in the most disgusting ways of imaginable life. But I also think that you have to bring that up. I mean, you just got to talk about it. And, and like, I, I don't know. Like, I still think that, um, like, he's completely and utterly handsome no matter what he does. Like, I, I love him to death. Um, I have no problem. I'm not uncomfortable in my sexuality. Like, I love YB. I love everything he does. If I see him look ugly, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's still YB, though, and he could just sing to me, and it's fine. He could dance for me. <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't even phase me. When I saw him with his ring of braids, I was like, I don't even care. I'm so happy to see you. Like, I don't even care. 
So uh, he's your, okay, I get it. So he's your guy crush. Right. I can make fun. Same with Rain. Like whatever they do, I don't even care. I just when people Rain talk too? crap about them. Oh no, yeah, definitely. No. When people talk crap oh. about them, I'm just like, I don't even care what you have to say right now because <laughs> this is Rain, and I'm sorry. I don't have time for this. But like, that's the thing. I can make fun of them. I can make fun of the things they do because I love them to pieces. I went to the Big Bang concert for YB. I didn't really care about like the rest of them. I wanted to go see YB. How can you I not was... love G Dragon? Like he's everything. Like, I like G Dragon. G. I like him. I don't like his last solo album. Um but I like him. I like all of the Big Bang members. I, I don't have anything against them, but if you were to like sell me to go somewhere, all you have to say is YB's gonna be there. And I'll be like, Ah, alright, I'll make the trip. <laughs> I think it'll be worth it. I think it'll be good. So I, I don't know. And I like I like um I just like YB as a person. I like the way he interacts with his fans better than anybody else on in the group. I just That's I like true. him better. Except Summary. Summary's really good to his fans too, and I love Summary. Summary is king of fan service. I think it's pretty close between him and uh, YB because YB also danced with a guy in like outside of his tour bus and taught him how to Dougie, and Summary didn't do that. <laughs> so so <laughs> I don't know. During, like, Somebody during fan signing, he he did a traditional Korean bow to his fan on the table. And that's yeah. cool, and I respect that a lot. But like, I think they battle. That's what I'm saying. Is I think they I, really battle I for do like number one. I think that they're they're different, right? They have different ideas. Like YB is really cute on his fans. He's really sweet to them and really affectionate. And Sungri is really funny and silly, and he does a lot of like weird things with his fans. So I think it's a, it's just a different like they have different ideas of fan service, and I like that. I like that they're different. Yeah. I think it's good. This is totally off topic, though. Like, really <laughs> we're off really topic. good at that tonight. We've gone like yeah, all we're over. We're killing it. We're killing it. <laughs> yes. We're like we hit the real topic for like two minutes, and then we're, we're like, like... Let's go on a tangent. <laughs> like Veronica, Ash, good luck with the editing. <laughs> oh my god! Or uh, Anna, Anna and Veronica are the editors. Anna. We love you. Uh, Thank you. Okay. I we love you. Guys are our favorites. Yeah, I appreciate uh, all the hard work you do and get our podcast out because I have yeah. no part in it. Like literally, <laughs> I'm just here to record. I just talk. Like I was gonna say, I show Ash. up, talk, and drink beer. I call it good. I've been drinking yeah. scotch, so I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. I've know. been drinking water. Oh. Uh, well, that's because you're Swedish. <laughs> you should be drinking <laughs> beer. What do you mean? Another reason for you to hate me. I'm Norwegian yes. now. You're Norwegian. That's yeah. right. You're Norwegian now. I've decided. You're officially Norwegian. Um. So on the lip sync thing, is, does anybody have anything else to say about it? Is the that thing it? is, just... no. I have one more thing to say about it. Like the thing is, in every in any other country, I would be like, of course they're gonna sing, like lip syncing. But in Korea, like to say that artists have to sing. People are actually like, oh my god, they're flabbergasted. Like, how can you ask a singer to sing? On every show, right? Yeah, on every show. Like, for like, it's like normal thing in the rest of the world. Like, it's a good thing. I'm, I honestly, I think the Korean music industry or the entertainment business is, as a whole, is quite like, like um, Korea is like the rest of the world was. 20 years ago, when boy bands was were actually popular. We're like One Direction now, but. Before, like before One Direction, it's been a long while since a boy group was actually huge or popular, or like they have that, this kind of fan girls. Like, 
was gonna say Falling I thought you were coming for like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, and I was gonna have to fly to Sweden to get you because. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna hate me! I was bullied in school because I I refused to like Backstreet Boys, <gasps> and I said no. <laughs> you take I was, that back! I was, He's from another country. I was a fan. Oh my god! I was a fan. I was a fan of Fuji's. Leave me alone. <laughs> Okay. Although I'm not gonna lie, I did also my my big ones was 98 degrees. I was all oh over. Oh my god, that. 98 degrees! Wow. Oh 98 degrees. 98 degrees. Like at least. That's like, like the Boston legit. Red Sox of freaking music industry. <laughs> I'm from New England. I'm used to being a loser. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you can't be that used what to. The Patriots. Well, that explains why you like FX. <gasps> oh. Oh, you just went we're there. Deep. We're oh. deep. Too many deep cuts. Okay. So. <laughs> So, um... I'm just joking, Shannon. I'm just joking. <laughs> Is there any... Uh, real, real quick before we go, um, before I let you guys plug away, uh, is there any comeback outside of the ones that have already happened that you're really excited for? Sistar, hello? Ew, no. No, ew, ew, no, 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 don't, don't go there. Girls Day, they stole... <laughs> <laughs> like, like the whole sexy girl singing, da da da, and then girls they come like with that ugly dance where they're jumping down with, uh, I don't, ew, sister is everything. This I like girls day, so I got, I got, I like girls day and sister, so I got nothing for you. No, I'm not. I don't like here. either one really, I but I mean, I'm fine on my own with this. Sister is just boring to me. Like I like the dances, but the songs, I'm just bored. I really like Alone, so I can't I can't have your back I, on that. One. I love and and the song like Gone and Not Around, around Any Longer. The, the ass sweep on the table. Okay, like, that doesn't no. count because that's not Sister. That's Sister 19. You can't. That's <laughs> whatever. Qualified single. Yeah, you can't count that. Or like, or my boy. Rin, that's I part of Joe Rin's mini album. She just loving or loving you. Like how can you not love that? How, I don't like that song. I don't and, like, like that song. Yeah, I don't like any of their cute songs, so you're not gonna get me on this. Uh, one. Yeah. I like Alone, and I like Give It To Me, and that's it. Like, Give It To like Me that is alright. That's probably the closest you'll get to me admitting that I like his sister song. <laughs> I don't like SMR. What, what can you do? You, Shannon? Who, who are you excited for? Um, I'm excited and kind of hesitant to see the new um, TS Girls Group. It's coming out uh, end of July. I don't so like oh, they're gonna make a summer. Group? They're gonna debut a group in the summer. Yeah, uh, and I'm kind of like I'm like excited because I like TS artists and they're my babies, other than Bat, but we don't talk about them. Um, like so Bat really, I'm just thing, a what a TS <laughs> secret fan. TS artist, what? Who's gonna? TS artist, aka I like secret. Aka I like secret and Secret is my favorite, and they're my babies. But I'm kind of nervous because when they debuted. Bat, so they like screwed Se over Secret, so. So you gonna, so you like Secret, but you don't like Sister. I'm judging you. <laughs> Listen, if Sister had Hyosung, then exactly. I would be all over. But oh my God, Hyosung for life, dude. For oh. life. She is just what a perfection. Sweet that's right. the only reason I like Secret, though. Like, it's literally the only reason is because yeah. Hyosung exists. Yeah, Every time I see her, talking. I'm like. All right, Hyosung, tell tell me more about your group. I'd love to hear about it. Whatever you have to say. Right? Can we Weren't just get another love? I was like, I'm move? done. Oh, please, yes. <laughs> love like, move was fantastic. Yes. Can I, I just more rolling on the floor and chest bumping? Like I am all for this. Like let's do it. Uh, yeah, no I'm, more cute actually, secret. I'm done with cute I, secret. I'm glad I it's agree. not just I, me. 
I'm, I agree with you. Like, I'm looking forward to Secret's new faces. Like, <laughs> how are they going to look? No, no, that's oh, only Zinger oh. that gets a new face every comeback. You mean Hana? She's a new member. She's not. Uh... I know. <laughs> She's had so many uh... face changes, they've changed her name. But actually, the last, think... picture, the last picture I saw of her, she looked... I, I could recognize her, actually. Yeah, the fillers finally said... I just don't understand why they filmed the I Do, I Do MV right after the fillers. Like, that was awful. I still don't think she looks like her old self. Like no, she doesn't. But and I I liked her old self, so I mean I don't know. But A for effort. A for <laughs> effort, yeah, I guess. Um, I actually, funny enough, I can't think of like a group that's coming out aside from if Big Bang actually comes out on time. I can't. And think winner, of. winner, winner. I'm Hello. not that excited for winner because I like Team B How more. See, thank you. I like Team B, and they're gonna Team just be away. Yeah, the ugly ones, of course. Yeah, I like the ugly ones. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that. I'm excited I... for them to be on Show Me the Money. I'm excited for Bi and Bobby to be on Show Me the Money. The, you are you you people are the reason why I'm happy that Team B has to <laughs> have fight all over again for their lives. I'm like, ha! There you That's go. Fine. I think fine. that. I think they'll, that they'll Bi prove. and Bobby are both better than either the two rappers on Team A on Winner. So like, congrats on them oh, winning, please. but I don't care. You can I you can say whatever you about you can say whatever you about of Sunghoon, but me Mino, you cannot say anything about that. No, I can't. No, no, no. I can. Bi is way better than Mino. <laughs> I don't know what your point is. He's <laughs> way better. He blows him out of the water. I think the best group would have been if you put Mino and Bi on the same crew. Like, that team would have won, guaranteed. The fact that they split them up makes no sense to me. My, my issue with that show is they should have just taken all the good people and put them all together and got rid of the rest. Like, I like Bobby. He can go. I'm sorry. He can go. I don't Ooh, need him. Watch out. I, watch I, out. They're gonna come for care. you. I just don't need him. <laughs> like, if you had given me Sungyun, uh, if you gave me the whole singing line from Winner, and you gave me uh, Jinhwan from Team B, and you gave me... You don't Team B, and you got rid of the other rapper that's on uh, Winner. I'd be fine. That'd be my group. They get rid of this. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of wrap it up. I mean, uh, okay, I think we kind of hit uh, all our points really well. Um, thank you guys for sticking it out with me being uh, an awful host who can't manage time at all. Uh, and thank you for staying with me even though my computer crashed two times. No, yeah, that's that's cool. We're we're okay with it. Kept you in the loop. You didn't really miss too much. We made sure to keep uh, Shannon talking while you DC'd, and it was a, it was good. Yeah, worked out. Good. I completely and utterly apologize that I don't know what our podcast um, email is, <laughs> um, and I have no excuse for it other than that I don't email it ever, so I don't know it. I'm sorry, and I was I wasn't prepared for this podcast. But we do have the Tumblr. Um, but our Tumblr is notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, and I believe it's facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens, but I'll verify right now. And we have the Twitter. Yeah, and it's notyouraveragenetizens. And then our Twitter is NYA Netizens. So not your average netizens, except only netizens is spelled out. Um, I think that's about it. Um, thank you guys for joining me on this this very, very rushed podcast. Uh, thank you, the listeners, for listening to us. We lost Noah again. Uh, he's wonderful, even though he doesn't know anything about FX. He needs to go away. Uh, he's European, fantastic. It will come to him with time. 
<laughs> it'll come to him with time. He'll be, by the end of this podcast, he'll love it. Look, he's back. Yes. Welcome back, <laughs> Noah. You're just in time for the goodbyes. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, my Twitter is uh, Papa Murdy. Uh, on Twitter, you can tweet me and tell me all the things that you don't like about me. That's fine. You can tell me all the things you do like about me. I like that better, and I'll probably respond to you. Um, I'm also on I'm, Tumblr. I'm still waiting for your fan fiction to happen with everyone who's in love with your voice. It's Dude, gonna I'm, happen. I'm waiting too. I hope you guys love the excess amount of my voice because I hosted. Um, <laughs> thank you to all the people who said you love my voice. Thank you. That is a compliment I've never heard before, and I really appreciate it. Um and that's it. I don't have anything else yeah. to say. I don't know if you guys do. No, just join us next week because we've got what are we doing next week? The anatomy oh, of um, MVs and what we like and what we don't like. Yes, anatomy of MVs. I believe is that one. Oh no, 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 no. We're wrong. <laughs> next week is the podcast that is hosted by Anna, um, who is one of our European line. Uh, she was on the first two podcasts. She's wonderful. Um, it'll be her debut as a host, so please love her. Um, but hers is going to be, yeah, an anatomy of, uh, the difference between dance MVs and artistic film MVs. Thank you for joining all of us on this episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Feel free to all tell us how wrong Noah is about FX. We will listen to you. All right. (laughs) Take care. All right.